1: Hey.
2: 25 years ago today, heroin claimed the life of Bradley Knoll from Sublime. He left behind some phenomenal music, though, and we honor him by playing it like to go the ride said wait a minute it's okay it's not okay brought to you by Wawa it's after four so go to Wawa and get yourself a burger delicious burger Spencer tried one now when did you try one Spence I actually tried one of their burgers last
0: night and I have to say I'm impressed. I, uh, you know I expected it to be good because you know the food I get from Wawa is always good. But I think the real difference,
3: you know the patty was good. Uh, the bun was nice and soft. but the biggest difference from me for me is your cold toppings, your pickles, onions, lettuce, tomato tasted so fresh that I, it felt like I had eaten a burger that like my dad had cooked on the grill or something. So definitely I suggest you try out Wawa's burgers. to sound like you're being held against your will. <laughs> that was a hostage video. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the fact is, he told us that same exact thing off the air. Yeah. So it, it was real, as far as we know. I really en- enjoyed <laughs> the Bob uh, Please don't hurt me, Mr. Gravo. <laughs> well, I mean, that being said, I did almost choke him out last segment, so.
0: <laughs> I had to think of something quick to appease your anger. Don't
2: be sad. In my opinion, you weren't out bad. We'll continue the discussion about the dead racist pedophile and the Duncan manager that now faces charges. Uh, But today's It's Okay, Not Okay stems from a story that John Sending sent me this morning about vaccinated sections in restaurants. Okay or not okay? We've gone from smoking and non-smoking, which I think that's not been a thing for decades now, some places
3: probably still, right? There's got to be some places where you can find a smoking section.
2: Yeah, like, uh, you, well, Kahuna's, you told me, is now non-smoking. Oh, yeah,
3: they're, they're smoke-free. A lot of places went
2: smoke-free during COVID, and I don't know if they're going to go back or not. Good. Uh, but some restaurants in the Chicago area are testing sections for people who are fully vaccinated. Moe's Cantina tested it out last weekend. The owner said customers must show vaccination proof. <laughs> And once they do so, they'll be given a bracelet so they can be in an area that has no restrictions. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have an area like that. It's called Polk County. I don't know. I was going to say it's called Florida. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What you got, I mean,
3: the only thing... First and foremost, I think this is going to be something we are going to see played out in a bunch of different ways. Because if you think that that they're going to go through all this trouble of getting everyone vaccinated. And then there's going to be no distinguishing difference between those that are vaccinated and those that aren't. I, you know, I got to I got some uh, oceanfront property to sell you, you know, whatever the hell they say, because I just think that's what's next. Whether it's going to be a QR code on your phone up north, I think that Ron DeSantis has done enough to make sure we don't get them here, but I don't think that they're going to get all these people vaccinated and then just let everybody intermingle and pretend like everything's on the up and up. Uh-uh. I think I think they're getting as many people vaccinated as humanly possible, personally, so that they'll have less people to deal with once they start making everybody show proof. Correct. And everywhere
2: Florida. and and that's got a bad vibe of like papers please yeah i mean it's i mean just the idea of it you can get your neon bracelet and then be unrestricted oh man what's up tony welcome to drew grab live hey uh
3: just uh first of all and then it's not okay it's i don't think it's okay to do that man it's, we're starting to become like nazi germany over here we might as well start wearing armbands well, hey, that it's we a, got vaccinated.
2: a little bit of a ridiculous comparison but okay
1: But as far as the guy that got killed at Dunkin', I'm going to tell you, this has a profound effect on me because Mm -hmm. I used to split
3: my time between Starbucks and Dunkin', but I'm going to just now start supporting Dunkin' if all they're (laughs) doing is uh, punching
4: and killing pedophiles.
3: Tell me that isn't the greatest marketing plan ever, and then they wouldn't be lined up out the door tomorrow. Our employees
2: will kill a racist pedophile. What, What will yours do? But was didn't Starbucks find themselves in hot water because uh rumor had it that they were like refusing service to cops or so or they didn't allow uh, Well, I, I think that actually happened, drink. at
3: oh. least a, at least somewhere in Seattle or something.
2: Yeah. So, like, you know, you, you got choices to make when it comes to coffee. Oh, man, we should.
3: Uh, it's very, it's very, uh, you know, hacky radio, but we need to come up with, a with a jingle for Duncan and their, uh, their, their racist pedophile killing agenda. Duncan
2: Don... Oh, no, not Duncan Donuts. Just oh, yeah. Duncan punching out racist pedophiles. Dark Rose Coffee.
1: Uh, hello, Anonymous. Welcome to Drew Graba Live. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't need to remain anonymous. I'll put my name out there, but I am a sex abuse survivor and, uh, Uh, the perpetrator was my father and I had um, put him in prison for many, many years after he was convicted two other times for the same crime. So I have a little vested interest in what you're, what you're talking about, I think. Um, And I'm a little nervous right now because I don't normally ever call into radio shows and I'm, I don't normally talk about this. Thank you. Appreciate you.
2: uh, But, um, appreciate you doing so today.
1: Yeah. But, uh, He went to prison for 27 years. He was released. Um, And by that time, I had uh, entered a cycle of addiction and drunkenness like many, many uh, victims do. Um, And during that time, I did go over and uh, I had every intention of taking care of it. You know, (laughs) Um, I had posted posters all over the neighborhood he lived in uh, that he was a pedophile. And about three weeks later, I went over and confronted him uh, and did not... Thankfully, did not do anything. Do, I didn't do the harm that I intended to do at the time. Good. Um, but uh, this guy, uh, let me tell you, he had no knowledge of that before he threw the punch. True. No knowledge of that. No knowledge of that. And uh, people can say what they want. Um, but I think uh, I I don't know if I applaud him or not because I'm a constitutionalist as well. And everybody has to abide by the law. Everyone, including me, I was wrong for confronting him after he was released. He served his sentence he was released. He was an old man. When he opened the door, he didn't even know who I was. That's how long it had been. Um, and I pitied the man because he was such a broken down old man when I when he opened the door. yeah and uh, so I let me ask you, you and I'm
2: sorry I if this takes you true. back to a bad place, but when you when you knocked on that door, did you intend to do him bodily harm?
1: Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had a weapon in the car. I forgot to bring it because I was loaded at the time. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, I forgot to bring it. And yes, I did have every intention to do him harm. Uh, And I, I... I don't know what it was, man. When I opened the door and I just saw, I was—I think I was more shocked by how he looked because I ain't seen the man in uh, over 30 years because I was very young when this happened. Right. Um, So you probably had
2: in your uh, mind, like yet yet in your mind, like this monster, (laughs) like this monster. Let let
1: me tell you, man. Everybody's got a fantasy in their head about how things roll. Yeah. And then when reality hits you, it's a whole different deal, man. For sure, it's a whole different deal when you deal with reality. For sure. Um, How you
2: holding up these days? You
1: doing all right? And man, you know what? I went through a very bad cycle of addiction and drugs and ruined myself. I had a very good career. I had a very good family support system for a long time, but I couldn't get off the dope. And uh, I ended up homeless for for quite some time. But I'm proud to say today, man, that uh, I have a family today that I love very much. I own a home. I did, in fact, I just closed on a home not long ago, about a month ago. Um, we're getting ready to make our very first mortgage payment. Um Good. and I have a family that I love dearly. Awesome. I have animals today. I know I've learned how to love. I've gotten through all that, Good. man. And that's kinda why I called today. Um, just to let people know, man, that you can't get through this. If there's anybody that's been molested or abused or is is going through it now. Is going through it now, man, tell someone and you can get through it right on. just dude. accept the help. I had to accept the help was my problem. I didn't want to accept anybody's help, man, especially being a family member and a uh, close family member like my father was. It was very hard for me to trust people, but you can trust people. Yeah, man. You can trust people, man. Sometimes. There's good people out here. There are. And you can trust them.
2: Thank you, man. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate the call. Thank you.
3: Man, he gave me flashbacks to a podcast that I just listened to, and I found the story about the guy. His name was Clark Fredericks. He's a motivational speaker now. He was uh, raped by a scout leader when he was 12 years old, lived with it his entire life. Then... He's, his life is ruined. He's on drugs. He's drinking all day. He randomly runs into the guy. His name was Dennis Pegg that raped him when he was 12. And the guy had a young boy with him at some deli or something. So he left that deli that day, went home, and planned on murdering this guy, which he did. Murdered the guy who, who raped him as a kid, got out of prison, has turned his life around, and is now a motivational speaker. His name is Clark Fredericks. Jeez, I mean, he, yeah, the headline on this story, he killed the Boy Scout leader who he says raped him. Now he's talking all about it. I mean, that I think that scenario, the exact scenario plays itself out in a bunch of different ways. When you've got somebody who was abused, they go through the drug and the, and the cycle of addiction to try and deal with it. And then eventually they either are confronted with that person again, whether they try to or not. And, you know, I don't think peace comes very
2: often at the end of that. Um, fine. Dave brought up a really good point. Do you get a vaccinated maskless server in the vaccinated section? That'd be like the good old yeah, days. I would think so. Are, right? I Right. Mean, like you've, you've earned the right to get a, a maskless server. If you've gotten vaccinated, if they're vaccinated too. Well, and
3: you're going to piss me off if i
2: if you have put me in my own section and I'm supposed to be safe
3: and carefree. And then I've got some, you know, masked, you know, unvaccinated trash coming up in my section. I don't want those non-vaxxed scum around me. (laughs)
2: 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. In Illinois, specifically Chicago, some restaurants are testing sections for people who are fully vaccinated. You know, despite... I, I don't know that I'm opposed to this. Like, if a restaurant wants to do it, all right, do it. Like... It's going to create a divide between yeah. those who are vaccinated well, and not. And I'm 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 just waiting
3: for that I don't even think that divide has fully shown itself yet. Agreed. Because because whatever is after I think that they want to get through the process of getting the most people vaccinated as possible because once you start putting these things into into place, whether it be a QR code, whether it be vaccinated sections, that's going to turn people off from being vaccinated because it's going to make it feel even more forced than it already is. So, so I think that they're getting as many people vaccinated and then they're going to say, Oh, by the way, if you're not vaccinated, you've got to eat in the alley. And Oh, by the way, if you're not vaccinated, you can't get on a plane and you can't go to a concert and you can't do these things. And I'll be curious to see what the butting of heads come, you know, comes to be in the state of Florida, because if large, let's say the live nations of the world, Get on board with something like this. What happens in the state of Florida? Does live nation then say, okay, well we're abiding by the government's mandate. So either be a part of it or we're not going to hold. And that's, you know, those are obviously questions we don't have the answer to, but
2: I don't think they seem that far fetched. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. just because we cover breaking news. Uh, they have decided to convene a grand jury to hear evidence and weigh potential charges against Donald Trump. Oh, wow. That's pretty big news today. They announced today, what, that 50% of America is now uh, vaccinated? Yeah, I think that's what we're, uh, yeah. So, you know, we're we're halfway there. And is it reasonable to assume you'll get even another 25% vaccinated? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't even know what to believe anymore. What's up, Barb? Welcome to Drew grab Live. You okay or not okay with vaccinated sections in restaurants?
5: I'm not okay with it, and I'll tell you why. Tell me why. And Because what are they going to start doing then? Requiring that we have a wristband on that proves we've had all of our vaccinations, including flu shots and whatever else requirements they deem needed. You know, in, in Florida here, when we prove that we're vested, that we have all of our paperwork in order, we get a yellow star on our driver's license. Right. To prove that we've got all our papers in order. Yeah. And I just feel very uncomfortable Knowing that there's a doctor in Colorado who just created a wristband that has the code on it for your COVID shot to prove, and you're supposed to wear that mm. around. I just don't feel comfortable
4: with
2: it. I'm with That's my opinion. Yeah, no, and I totally get where you're coming from, Barb. And and I suspect your age might be near mine. I, I, you know, gentlemen never ask a lady uh, her age, but you you seem like you might be around my age or so. Pretty close. Okay, so yeah. you know, I don't know enough about diseases and immunology to have an informed opinion on it. All I can go is by my feeling, right? And these viruses are not. FDA approved. These viruses, despite the fact that they want to tell you that they were tested extensively, it was operation warp speed, rushed to get them out. And now they're saying you got to get a vaccine every year and we're looking at the numbers going down. I don't know that they help. I don't know that they don't. I don't hold it against anyone who got vaccinated and I don't hold it against anybody who didn't get vaccinated. We were put in unprecedented circumstances by an insidious disease that now looks like it was created in a lab in China, which you were drummed out of town if you said that a year ago or at least laughed at. We learn every day that we didn't know what we thought we knew yesterday. So with the, with the nebulous information that keeps getting put in front of us, I'm keeping an open mind, but just like you, it doesn't feel right to say, let me see your papers and let me make sure you're vaccinated before you can do this activity, right? Exactly. There you go, Barb. Thank you very much for the call. Great to hear from you. Take care,
3: guys. Bye. You too. Well, and, and I, my question is for the people who find this tone to be even offensive that we would question anything like that is who do, who do you trust? Like, like is it your doctor is it a doctor is it dr fauci is it the cdc because i would just be curious who has done enough through this pandemic to earn your trust specifically on covid19 and and then i'm not I, I know that we get sound like it's like we're bashing the vaccine which i'm trying not to do but just when you're i say that more when you look across the other people who maybe haven't gotten it or think about it a different way, That's the question I have is who has earned your trust because nobody has earned my trust when it comes to factual information regarding what is what has happened to our country and, you know, regarding this virus.
2: I've talked to people in the medical field who say, yes, definitely get it. It's safe. And I've talked to people who are in the medical field who are doctors who say under no circumstances would I ever get this vaccine or allow my children to get it. So I have the same amount of trust in all of them, which is to say. Not much, you know, I I don't know. And I think it's okay to say you don't know. But the more they try to force me, the more they're trying to draw lines between those who are vaccinated and those who are not, that doesn't feel good.
3: Yeah, and I got a, uh, I'm not sure if you got this. I got an alert to my phone last night. They, uh, they're, did you see they're Ubering you, uh, for free? I got a, I got an alert, uh, just order your Uber whenever you're ready for Uber to transport you there and back from your vaccine whenever you're ready. Like, like it's just weird to think the tentacles of you it may not feel that way to some people but the tentacles of government are in your phone dealing with with businesses trying to get you somewhere like that just if that doesn't just feel odd and that's all you have to just say it feels odd and maybe it's just because it's unprecedented
2: seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five maybe that is why it feels weird because we've never been in this situation
3: yeah. before but it feels weird. You know, I'm just one one day, uh, one hair up my ass from getting the vax. We were they were they were giving them out at uh, at Emily Arena the other day, yep. and half of me was just like, I'm going to go in here and <laughs> I'll just get it, and then people, you know, won't have anything to say because then I can then I can question the vax and have it inside me, right? So if something goes wrong, I'll be like, I told you, sons of bitches!
2: Why? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now, ah, I'm a zombie. <laughs> uh, hi, Steph. Welcome to Drew Graba Live. How are you? Hey there. All right.
6: How are y'all doing oh, today? Good.
2: It's good to hear from you again, Steph.
6: Good. Um I have two things. Mm-hmm. Um the second thing is a conspiracy type thing for John. Ooh,
3: ooh I like conspiracy. He loves those.
6: And uh, the first is uh my boyfriend who is a transplant recipient patient um got the vaccine because, you know, he's got to. And it, there's research now that uh a large portion like maybe 40% of the people or more do not actually develop any antibodies. Hmm. after having gotten the vaccine. Interesting. <laughs> so they've suggested that they get all the vaccines and hope that some of them will give them some kind of antibodies. Man. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and and the other thing, um, I as I've called before, I said I grew up in a very religious home, hmm. um, and Revelations in the Bible talks about the end times and the sign of the beast. Yeah, 666. Six, six. My original... When all this COVID stuff started happening and the vaccines, I thought, I said, we're going to have to start using these things. Like someone just said a wristband. And one of the things in the Bible says on the wrist or the forehead. How do we know that this isn't one of those things in the Bible, except you don't believe in it. But there's my theory to throw to John. Um, A lot of people do believe in it. You know, I might not, but a lot lot of people do. And,
2: uh, you know, maybe there's something to that. I'm sure there are churches out there who who are espousing that very same thing.
3: Well, I think, if anything, it's just when, and I think that's been something, that's kind of been perpetuated over the past 10 to 15 years, whether it's from Alex Jones, whether it's from other places, there are people who have said, just look for it. There will be something that the government or, or a higher power wants to put onto your body. So the fact that that's kind of been being said by people, and then all of a sudden here we are living it could be just a terrible coincidence, but at the same time, you now have given credence to those people who've thought those things for, for a long time. Exactly. And,
6: And to be honest, I haven't gone to my own church in like 20 years yeah. <laughs> so it's just sort of and I, I don't know what's being said in the yeah. different churches yeah i got it's you. sort of this was how i was raised and and everyone will would say well you know how can this ever be because i'm 51 right um this is crazy and then when we started getting the you know smart watches that you can pay with and yeah. and all that i've started going hmm <laughs> who would want something like it. that huh
2: could it be Satan? thank you <laughs> You ever, you remember that church lady on Saturday Night Live? Oh, I thought
3: yes, I do remember that. But I also remember the uh, remember that viral video of the wo- woman breaking down the uh, monster can, and how <laughs> did you ever see that? Where all the the monster can has the mark of the beast, and
2: oh yeah, and, it,
3: and it's a message uh, from yeah. Satan. It's
2: from Satan. I love church lady. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and 800-771-1025. So, What's up, Spence? So am I going to hell because I got a vaccine? Uh, no, you're going to hell yeah, because... Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. No, you've got another... you, you got a smirked. laundry list of other reasons why you're going to hell. <laughs> oh, but, well. yeah, that actually may be getting you in somewhere. Yeah, like the yeah. vaccine will get you in yeah. Well, it'll get you in a restaurant, but <laughs> it's not into heaven. What's
2: no. up,
4: Laura? Hey. Um, okay, so I, I agree with the majority of what you guys are saying, but cool. let's remember, this what? vaccine is not technically a vaccine by definition, in it's the technology. And secondly... This is not FDA approved. We're talking about an emergency use authorization. So if the government were to say, Hey, we're gonna call off this uh, state of emergency with COVID, which we all know that's not happening anytime soon, but if it were to happen, these vaccine companies could not legally um administer this this medicate or I won't call it medication, this technical vaccine yeah. legally. It's illegal at that point. That's and so a really we have to point. ask ourselves, okay. I, I get it. You know, I'm a nurse yeah. Um. by trade and and I get it. Like, you know, we had to rush these. I personally didn't get vaccinated, you know, Hot. but um, you know, we rushed this, yeah, we rushed this through, right? Because we have this pandemic and you're right. These are unprecedented times. Uh, we've never seen anything like this. You know, we thought, you know, eight years ago or, or more, we thought this was going to, you know, we'd see something like this when Ebola came, you know, and we we're all preparing for that. Thankfully oh, yeah. it wasn't a uh, member. Remember that outbreak, but, but here's the thing, this is emergency use only. And I have to say, um, without giving too much information, I went to a conference in 2019. Mm-hmm. It was mostly geared towards cardiologists and neurologists. Um, but it was, uh, hosted by a, a very large uh, company that makes uh, various uh, implantable devices okay. and such, but interestingly, it was it was held in Buffalo at the Jacobs Institute. I can tell you guys that, which is a research institute. And this guy got up there and talked about something called nanotronics, right? And it's it's vaccine technology that they're working on that is literal biotronics, so they can more or less do software upgrades on these nanotronics. <laughs> particles, which sounds like something out of a freaking sci-fi movie, right? But it is something they were actually working on it, and when they presented it, they really talked about it being for the flu vaccine. So fast forward Uh, to a year and a half later, uh, and now we're seeing Moderna, mRNA vaccines, and it just triggered me to think, oh my gosh, you know, a room full of physicians, and they're dead quiet. You can hear a pin drop because they're looking at this guy like he's nuts, but this is, I mean, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, yeah. but really it's something they're working on. So. Right on.
2: I got to go. Sorry. We're, we're up against it. Thank you very much. When we come back, something really cool about Suzanne Summers and what she does at the age of 70-something years old when it comes to getting it in with her old man who's 80-something. You're listening to Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone.